uctoday.com. Hello and welcome to UC Today's Out Loud podcast. Cloud telephony is one of the most popular topics on our website. Everyone is keen to learn more about the huge rise in popularity of cloud platforms and how they can really help businesses in their digital transformation journeys. Today, I am lucky enough to be joined by the Managing Director of Enfon UK, Miles Leach. Enfon are the only pan-European cloud PBX provider, so I thought who better to talk you through the market than Miles. I started by asking him about the history of Enfon. Have a listen. Enfon started in Munich in 2007. Um, Asterix-based um, initially platform, but is now sort of 99% our own technology. Um, we're now across 13 countries in Europe. Um, started in the UK. This is our fifth full year of trading. Um, so we own our own platform. We own the technology, which is important, I think, to our channel because it means we own the roadmap. Uh, which has allowed us to do things like the Skype for Business integration we've done with West Coast. It was on display at UC Expo. Um, we've, we have additional what we call value-add features that are coming onto the platform, everything from full-blown uh, contact center, uh, omni-channel contact centers, as well as things like call recording, and all the normal things you would expect from um, a traditional PBX, obviously now available in the cloud. One thing we are doing, and we started 12 months ago, is trying to bring more of the technologies in-house rather than being relying on partners. Uh, and one of the key things for us, which was, I think, uh, announced in the press in Jan, February this year, is our own um, WebRTC uh, soft phone and mobile client, which is in development, going through alpha testing as we speak. So. Yeah, it's, it's important for us to continue to develop our portfolio, but to try and own as much of the technology as possible. And you mentioned WebRTC and, and the new products you're developing around that. That seems to be the, the, the latest development in the communications market in general. So, so I wanted to get an idea from you. As, as someone who's seen the market develop, and as you said, you, you, uh, know, you, you fought the, the unwinnable battle against cloud. Absolutely. And now you see it from the other side. How's the... Uh. The, the UK market develop you know, over the last few years and in general? I think we've seen a massive shift in the market probably in the last 18 months. So previously it's been not just us, but you know, cloud vendors, voice vendors have been pushing the market, telling them that you need cloud, you need to move your voice into cloud. But you know, sort of starting 18 months ago and certainly over the last 12 months, we've seen that completely flip around. We're finding now it's the market who are driving that change. So it's the market telling us or telling their, you know, their suppliers they want to move their voice into the cloud. Why would we want to buy a traditional PBX that's out of date six months after we put it in? Why do we want to spend a big capital um, expenditure on a PBX when we can use cloud? And what we're doing, what we're finding is we're just following other technologies. We're just following the Office 365s and security and data and all those other things that have moved to the cloud. So the market sort of woken up to it and said, well, you know, vo voice is just another application. And that's what it's now being treated as. So we're finding not only the market changing, the emphasis is now on what they want, but also we're finding the, vet, the, the, the channels that want to get involved in that are changing. So a good, a good example is that you, you'll be aware that there's over 80, 85 suppliers in the UK of cloud. 
uh, Cloud PBX. Yeah. And a lot of those are fighting in the same market. They're fighting in traditional, what I was many years ago, in that traditional space of being a traditional voice reseller. But we're finding, so it's a crowded market, and, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of big changes happening, obviously, with the Cisco um, um, acquisition Broadsoft, of Broadsoft, yeah. and now with, uh, with um, uh, the acquisition of um, uh, with Plantronics. So we're finding it's a very crowded market, and it's very difficult to be different, even though we are, because mainly because, it's, as I said earlier, it's our own platform. So with the likes of West Coast, it's, it's almost opening up, not ent entirely, but we're, we're getting more active into partners who are completely new to voice, who have, who have found it very difficult. So these are IT resellers who, again, are now seeing voice as another application, another way of generating ongoing revenue. So they're keen to add it into their portfolio. And that's where we see a lot of our growth, certainly over the last 12 months. And if we look forward over, you know, what's going to happen over the next two or three years, you know, key growth for us will come in those areas. So that's why, obviously, we were exhibiting with uh, West Coast at UC Expo. And that's a really interesting point. Traditionally, there was a separation, wasn't there, in terms of communication and ICT or data? Absolutely. Yeah, you had the odd voice reseller trying to dabble in IT, and you had the odd IT reseller trying to dabble in voice. But, you know, it was the dark arts, wasn't it? You know, an IT reseller, when they started looking at things like things like ISDN and DDI and, and you know, on-prem PBX, they, they shied away from it because it was a very difficult market to get into and vice versa. But if you now look at the, the, the business model, and really Microsoft have done us, certainly done us a favor, when they've introduced the CSB program, and so they've, they've enabled their resellers to now sell their products, but the key difference is they're able to build for those products. So they're able to build their own, their own packages, their own pricing levels, wrapping different services with that around their IT. Now they're looking at it and say, well, actually, we can just wrap voice around the same bill. So I think the IT resellers are getting really smart. Uh, and, and so it's now much easier for them to move into an area that they found difficult before. That, that massively affects your channel partnerships. As you said, you were at UC Expo exhibiting West Coast. And, and yeah. those partners are, are crucial, aren't they? For, because it's not just the route to market. It's the, it's the, it's the new market, effectively, that, that you can target. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, you know, you, these, these are the resellers who are, you know, they're in a strong position. They, they haven't got any of the baggage of a traditional voice reseller who's trying to, to you know, it's a ma I did it. I did it for another reseller. When you try to change your business model from selling any, you know, capital goods, but with a PBX, you know, you would get a check at the end of the contract that you put in your bank and you could then work on that and that helped sustain your business. And then you had a, a recurring revenue maybe over, uh, it started with calls and lines and maintenance of that PBX. To shift that, to shift your business model over to completely just recurring revenue, it's a big challenge and it takes time. And those who haven't done it and who haven't started on that, on that journey are the ones who are struggling. Yeah, so it's, it's an ideological change. And I, I have a very similar, I used to work at an ICT reseller who had a, yeah. an on-premise PBX phone system offering. And, and 
as you said, that that from a salesperson's perspective, which is my selfish perspective, you know, you yeah, get so paid more initially before they change the models on selling an on-prem PBX than you did on a on, on a more advanced cloud model, which is more beneficial to the business. And as you said, the the general theme going forward. But if you look at the IT resellers, they've been using that model for the last three, four, five years. So it's much easier for them to just now. Okay, well, we can now get into voice. It's easy. It's just a subscription model. We don't need to have that expertise. It, it's ref, it's quite, actually quite refreshing when we're dealing with those resellers because, as I say, you know, they don't have a lot of the hang-ups that you would have done if, if, if you're a traditional voice reseller. And you, men- you mentioned something earlier on, which, which I find fascinating, and, I, and I've talked about another podcast, which is the communications aspect of the business See, it seems to have been the last to the cloud party in terms of as you oh. said, data and, and you know, Office 365 has been massively successful for Microsoft. And, but yeah. but other, other applications in general, Adobe and, and general applications have moved to a sort of cloud subscription-based model. And yeah. communication seems to be the last one. So just someone with all your experience, I just wanted to know why you think that might be. <laughs> I have a, yeah, I have my own personal view. Not sure whether people agree with it, but I think if you look at if you look at the whole UK market, um, you know we didn't have a a the main carrier IT BT and, and the infrastructure who were keen to move the market away from that infrastructure. And you have to look at you know the difference between say Deutsche Telekom, who announced uh, turning off ISDN probably three years before BT did. Now why is that? You know, three, four years ago, if you were opening up a business in in Holland, and it was a it was a brand new um, a brand new installation, you couldn't go out and order ISDN. You had to order SIP. They you know they stopped installing that type of technology. But in the UK, we didn't. So maybe it's a commercial decision. You know, BT make an awful lot of money out of that infrastructure. So you have to say, as a business, maybe why would I want to push new technology which is going to take away an awful lot of revenue from my business. Yeah, and, and that is effectively the, the same viewpoint on a smaller scale that traditional resellers might have, isn't it? And, and all it does really Absolutely. negates progress and, and people don't fully realise all the functions and features and additional benefits that, that a cloud solution can offer. Yeah, I mean, if you look at what happened, even in broadband, even in the domestic market, suddenly, why were all these companies five, six, seven years ago interested in selling you broadband it wasn't because they were going to be making money out of putting in that connectivity it was they knew that in the future it was you make the money out of the services you deliver down that connectivity and that's what you know that's what that's all it is it's just what you can deliver and i think also i think the actual connectivity was the final thing that was holding the market back because if you spoke to a business six seven years ago um, and you said, okay, if you have your email coming in over, or other services, IT services coming in over over that connectivity, and you lose it for 10 minutes or 15 minutes or half an hour, is it going to really rock your business? No, probably not. If you lose voice connectivity, if you can't talk to anyone and nobody can talk to you, it's massive. You know, it's, it, it was a much more of a business threat. And I think that it was that, you know, reluctance to have, make that final step to say, okay, we've got confidence in, in, you know, in broadband, in MPLS networks, and all the other connectivities that are around. And now, yeah, we feel confident enough to just put our voice over there as a service. 
think that's, it's a confidence thing as well from the from the market. Yeah, that, that's what I do. That's what I'd always assumed from from possibly you know a naivety and and small business background that it was a reluctance within business to put their most critical business system. Yeah. As you said, if, yeah. if your phones go down for 10 minutes, you know, everyone sits there and goes, oh, well, I can't do any work. I remember exactly. I remember that well, if that ever happened. Yeah. Um, I was the first one to, to, to enjoy 10 minutes break from, from being yeah. on the phone. But yeah. you're absolutely, the, the point you make about the the infrastructure side is a really interesting one from a beach. And, and that obviously rippled down and has that effect on smaller businesses as well. Mm. But on a flip side to that, you know, the, the take up of cloud in the UK, depending on which f- figures you look at, there's still probably uh, 15, 16% of businesses have now moved over to, to IP. You know, so there's still a massive market to go after. But if you look at those countries who maybe were ahead of us in turning off traditional ISDN, like Germany and other countries, it's, it's massively less as a percentage. It's around 4% in Germany as a, have only taken up new technology. So. You know, it's quite a it's quite a turnaround in the UK that you know, even though we were slower maybe at, at making that push, the market is always way ahead of other parts of Europe. And, and it's a strange paradox, that really, isn't it? But mm. but I suppose that that must be encouraging for you. For, first of all, because there's still a huge percentage of the, there's a huge proportion of the market that, that that need to be upgrading and need to be examining these technologies. But as you said, there's also from, from a partner perspective from you guys that it. As you mentioned earlier on with the IT providers, it's opened a whole new realm. And in terms of your growth strategy, that must offer that must be very appealing from an fund perspective. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it is. I mean, so if you take other uh, our other markets, I mean, in in Austria, which was the second real sort of growth market outside of uh, outside of Germany, probably ninety percent of their business is done through the IT uh, channel. They have very little involvement with traditional voice resellers. So, you know, we're, we're certainly not following that because we, we are lucky is probably not the right word, but we're in a we're in a fortunate position in the UK. Um, so we've now become in the last 18 months the biggest Enfon market outside of Germany. So we've overtaken Austria. Um, so uh, as one of the other points on your list, you know, as far as the importance to uh, the group of UK is massive, um, you know, They've invested, so yeah, everyone throws Brexit at us. Do we know what post-Brexit is really going to look like? No, I don't think we do. I don't I think, think anyone does. does. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, uh, right. Is it going to affect the way we do business? Certainly not within our group, no. I mean, that's what cloud's about, isn't it? Is it going to affect how Microsoft do business? Because we, the UK leave the EU? I don't know it is. That's the whole point of cloud. So it may have an impact in certain sectors. It may have an impact on the public sector. Um, about where your data is stored, who knows? But you know, as far as importance, the UK is now, as I say, second um, to Germany alongside the, uh, the business growth in, in in our group. So, and, and where we are with our growth is that, as I said, we're fortunate that we're in a, a very strong position. That yes, we have route to market, probably three main routes to market. So, yes, we have West Coast, which opens up. Uh, a relatively untapped market, the IT resellers, and the, you know the work we've done with our Skype integration is very important for that. But we also have um, uh, a partner, Chess uh, Telecom, who white label our product, who are very much in the traditional uh, telecom sector. 
So they've been a partner of ours now for almost three years, and they're very important, and we want to continue developing that market, which is, as I say, very much the traditional side. Um, and then we have, uh, we're just uh, doing more work now with ScanSource, who are an important partner of ours, um, with our, our launch of Polycom this month. So, you know, we, we're very clear, and we also have our own direct partners. So we've got around 100 of our own direct partners, which is how we started, because obviously when we first came to the UK, nobody had a clue who we were. So, you know, we had to go knocking on doors, talking to the resellers, saying, hey, you know, talk to us. We're different. It's our technology. It's our platform. It means we can do this, you know. Um, so th th those, those partners will still be very important to us. So even though, yeah, we're really keen to develop a new market within the IT uh, sector, we're also keen to maintain um, our relationships with the traditional side. So we want to do both. Oh, absolutely. You want, you want the whole cake, really, don't you? And, that, and that's we what do, the, yeah. the merger's yeah. opened it up to. And people say to us, well, what, you know, so what, what market are you going after? Are you going after SME? Are you going after enterprise, corporate? But we go after everybody. You know, and it's, I'm not being flippant to that statement. If you look at the UK market, our smallest customer has two licenses, and our biggest customer has 6,500 licenses. And we do everything in between. So we really, ours is completely scalable. We really do not go after a specific market, be it vertical or in size. And I suppose that that ties in just just briefly into into what we what we were talking about before in terms of the the traditional landscaping separation of ICT and, and telecom, but also. You used to have a specific, you know, we're an SMB reseller, you know, we, we do mid-sized business, and then you have the large players that can deal with enterprise. But, but the beauty and benefit of cloud is, is that scalability, isn't it, that you Absolutely. can cater for the whole market? Yeah. You know, I used to sell, um, well, it was SDX, and then it became Avaya. Um, and you very much, you targeted, you know, on a particular model, a particular size of business that you were going after. But, you know, all that's changed. Uh, and, you know, we are, the scalability makes you, makes it, easy just to say well okay we can talk to anybody and, and and talking of talking to anybody talking of talking that's a brilliant phrase we we were at ucx you were at ucx how did you find the event what what did you think it's the it's the fourth year we've been there um second year that we've done a a, a joint stand with uh, west coast so um yeah as i said i think we we were surprised that the, the show itself was uh, smaller in footprint um, but certainly looking now at the uh, the opportunities that we've got from the show we're, we're, we were really pleased um, and it was both end user which is you know relatively normal that we would have had end users coming onto our stand every year but we also had probably a third of the opportunities were from resellers resellers of all sorts voice resellers, uh, IT resellers who were coming on interested in the technology we were, uh, we were showing. Obviously, one of the big hooks was our integration with Skype, which people were, were keen to actually see, you know, Skype being used with Enfon uh, telephony at the back of it. So being able to have uh, full-blown PBX functionality, but through your Skype interfaces, is something that you know is important to us. It's an important uh, differentiator for us in the UK, uh, and certainly it's a hook for those IT resellers who want to get into voice. So we're, we were pleased. Uh, obviously, we have to follow through on the leads that we were we, we obtained, 
Um, but on the face of it, yeah, I, I found the show really good. Excellent. Well, yeah, as you said, it was it was busy and it, it creates a lot of work, but that's that's good for everyone, yeah. I suppose. Absolutely. Brilliant. Well, Miles, thank you so much uh, for taking the time to come on to the podcast and explaining a bit more about Enfo. Yeah, no worries. Good to talk to you. Huge thanks to Miles and to Enfon for coming onto the podcast and explaining more about the market for cloud telephony. We have loads more fascinating content to come on Enfon over the next few weeks, so keep your eyes peeled on the UC Today website for future pieces. That's it for today's episode, though. Remember, if you like the podcast, please subscribe and leave a review. It really helps us improve the show so it's as useful and interesting as possible for you. As always, though, thanks for listening.